Hi, I'm uh, Gavin Givinoni, Professor of Neurology from Barta London School of Medicine and Dentistry, and I'm doing a personal case study. Uh, I'm day four into having my first episode of COVID-19. There's a real surge of the BA5 variant of Omicron going across the country with about one in 20 people apparently infected with the virus. <clears throat> I'm not that ill, actually. Uh, I do have a sore throat and mild cold-like symptoms and a bit of a cough, um, but it's nothing worse than you would get with mild to moderate uh, flu. Um, but the fatigue and the cog fog I'm experiencing is really something else. It's something like I've never experienced before. I mean, any physical effort, just walking up a couple of flights of stairs in my home, leaves me with uh, tachycardia and profound exhaustion. It takes me several minutes to recover. And uh, trying to work is really difficult. Um, you know, one of the problems in the COVID-19 pandemic, you expected to continue doing your uh, normal work at home. Uh, and I had to do two small clinics this week and also had to chair this online EBVMS meeting for the European Charcoal Foundation. And the activity just floored me. I was completely washed out at the end of the day. Um, and another problem is my attention and concentration are extremely limited. I can only do very short bursts of activity, and I'm having problems recalling simple things. Um, another thing is my performance is shocking. I, I do the daily spelling bee game in the New York Times uh, in, and Wordle. I've noticed my Wordle performance has dropped, but my spelling bee is particularly bad. I normally uh, um, reach the great or amazing level, and occasionally I get genius level. Um, and I can't get past nice at the moment. I just don't have the energy to sit there and think about words. Uh, and I have this thick torpor that's hanging around my head. Um, I mean, probably related to being a bit sleep deprived. I mean, I've been having a nocturnal cough, chills and some night sweats, which are interfering with my sleep. So that could be contributing to this. I am aware that quite a few of my patients who have MS, who've also had COVID, tell me that the cog fog and fatigue of COVID um, and some of them have got long COVID, is very, very similar to what they experience as a, as a result of MS. And uh, this really makes me appreciate uh, what it must be like to have this problem if you have multiple sclerosis. You're having to live on a daily basis with this profound fatigue and the inability to function from a cognitive perspective. So the question I've been asking myself over the last two days is, is the pathogenesis what causes cog fog uh, as a result of COVID it's the same mechanism that drives cog fog in MS? And I suspect it's probably related. That there may be the same mechanisms because it is a common pathway in terms of the symptoms we're experiencing. Um, now, there have been quite a large number of studies that have come out in the last 6 to 12 months um, showing that when you look at the cognitive functioning of people with long COVID, they have very similar problems to people with multiple sclerosis, problems with attention, language fluency, processing speed, executive function, and also memory. So the, the syndrome, I think, is the same. I think cog fog in MS is the same as cog fog in uh, long COVID or COVID. And uh, you may be very interested to see a recent paper has literally just come out in Cell showing that the systemic, they had an animal model of quite mild systemic uh, coronavirus infection, and it leads to CNS inflammation. And the mediators of the inflammation, the so-called cytokines, activate the innate immune system in the brains of, of these, small, these small mice. Um, the microglia become activated, and that affects how the hippocampus, that part of the brain that's responsible for memory, in a big way. I mean, there's reduced neurogenesis. 
and they also have loss of myelinated uh, axons. Uh, and so what they're saying is that the uh, systemic infection in these mice with coronavirus um, is actually activating the immune system within the brains, which is affecting how their brains function. And I suspect we, we, we can't study this in humans, but I would, wouldn't be surprised if the same thing's happening in people with multiple sclerosis. I don't think this is a new observation. You know, we've seen many, many times that when people have quite severe systemic infections uh, with inflammation, um, it causes profound fatigue and, and, and cog fog. And you may be a person with MS who's noticed this when you have a systemic infection, be it a urinary tract infection, a chest infection, or even bad influenza, you tend to get hit very, very hard uh, and it puts you back weeks or months um, in terms of your functioning, and it takes you quite a long time to come back to normal. And uh, I've even noticed in people with more advanced disease, um, you know, people who've got quite high disability scores uh, and maybe have progressive MS, they find it very difficult getting back to the original baseline. In other words, the, the infection um, results in a permanent hit. And I think this is this underpins why when we want to manage MS holistically, we need to treat and prevent systemic infections aggressively. And this is why I keep going on and on about how you can try and prevent yourself getting recurrent bladder infections, how you can try and be careful about chest infections from aspiration, for example. And even things like uh, influenza, you must make sure you have your annual vaccinations. Some people have chronic gingivitis, you know, periodontal disease, mouth infection, and that also needs to be sorted out by the dentist because there is evidence, um, not in MS necessarily, but other diseases that periodontal infection drives uh, worsening. <clears throat> Another thing that really floored me is that there are studies that came out last year showing you that people with uh, long COVID, when you actually look in their peripheral blood, they have antibodies to suggest that they've had a recent reactivation of Epstein-Barr virus infection. So the hypothesis there is that when you get coronavirus infection with SARS-CoV-2, it triggers your um, latent EBV to reactivate. And that's, this suggests that what may be driving long COVID is not necessarily the SARS-CoV-2, the coronavirus, but it may be reactivation of EBV. And the reason why that's important is because and the association between Epstein-Barr virus and MS now is so compelling, we think it's causal. We think EBV may be causing MS. And the one hypothesis is that it's recurrent cycling of EBV from the latent dormant phase to the lytic active phase that is driving MS disease activity. And that could be occurring in the brains of people with multiple sclerosis. So just maybe the chronic fatigue, uh, cog fog that occurs in MS is due to EBV, similarly to what's happening uh, with long COVID. And we shouldn't poo-poo this EBV hypothesis because there is a literature of uh, a small proportion of people with chronic fatigue syndrome having chronic EBV reactivation. This is not a main driver of chronic fatigue syndrome. It's a minority of patients have this. But it does point to the strategy of trying to develop uh, EBV antiviral agents to treat MS and maybe to treat chronic fatigue and long COVID. So uh, um, it's all coming together. Um, <clears throat> Um, there seems to be a common pathogenesis, a common mechanism that drives the so-called cog fog and uh, chronic fatigue. Anyway, read the, read the uh, newsletter, read the papers. I'll put the abstracts on the, uh, on the website. And let me know if you had long COVID yourself uh, and if you've developed any fatigue and cog fog um, as a result of it. And how does it compare to your fatigue and cog fog from MS? And also very important for the wider community, if you have any 
strategies that you found that can help manage the symptoms, could you let us know? Quite good to share them with other people uh, so we, they can they can maybe adopt them. Finally, um, yes, if you can afford to subscribe, please do. I'm uh, using the subscriptions to uh, develop the MS Selfie microsite, the curated site for people with MS. And uh, we are moving slowly forward with the hope of opening up the beta version um, at, uh, at the end of summer. It's looking quite good. So the money is essentially going from the subscriptions is going to pay for the web designer who's doing all the web pages and the um, professional uh, medical writer who's transferring my MSLF newsletters into a format that's consistent across pages and much e much easier to understand uh, in terms of damping down on the scientific jargon I tend to use in my, my writing. And for those of you already subscribed, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. Well, enjoy. <laughs>